0: Welcome to Power of X-Men. I'm your co-host, Nightfall, with the lovely and ever so wonderful host of the hostesses, Dayspring.
1: I'm literally gonna edit this part out.
0: (laughs) During the whole making of X-Men and the casting of X-Men, I was there in the production office.
1: Remember, you don't need to scream for help when banshees are aimed. Was it supposed to be Jean or was it supposed to be Madeline?
0: I drew that image and a deliberate hint at things to come.
1: What makes Marvel Legends so special?
0: Just the partnership with Marvel, you know, continuing to work with Jesse Falcon. This is your special guest host, Mr. Sinister. (laughs) <laughs> you know you would never put storm in a ponytail that would be weird could, but that would be, be an weird <laughs> but giving it to Jean kind of made her the girl next door that everybody could talk to when i met stan he was very gracious and and, and very kind
1: this is the power of x-men podcast i am your host day spring hope you survive the experience i have been dying to text you all fucking day like first of all like I woke up this morning and I check up you know my social media I'm on Instagram I'm on Twitter and what's the first thing that pops up it's a fucking WandaVision spoiler and I literally like turn off my phone really quickly and like threw it almost like I put it under my pillow (laughs) I don't know like what that was supposed to accomplish
0: I literally opened up my YouTube because I always, in the morning, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to watch my, like, you know, my YouTubes and whatnot. And I see just like episode seven breakdown and it's like Agnes and Wanda's face. And it's like, like the, the end scene with Wanda. And I'm just like, are you fine? Thankfully, that didn't really spoil anything for me, but I was like, okay, well, off of this now, I'm going to go back to Animal Crossing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the first thing I saw was Wanda with the green magic on her eyes. I was like, nope, don't want to see that. Because I think up until now, I never really considered that Wanda was being controlled by Agnes. For me, Agnes was a victim of Wanda because in the comics, Agatha Harkness is not a villain. She's actually like the nanny of the fantastic four. She's, she's a mentor. Yeah. She's a mentor for Wanda. And she's the one who kind of comes in, in West coast Avengers to be like, Hey, guess what? Your twins are fake. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been- Surprise, bitch. And she's kind of like a ghost in the recent Scarlet Witch series. And then obviously she comes back to life. But so she's not bad. I never thought, I thought she would be a hero. But we're getting ahead of ourselves to our listeners. Welcome to episode seven of WandaVision, our recap and reviews. I am your host, Day Spring.
0: And I'm Sophie Turner, reprising her role as Fomka in X Men 3. Nightfall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's good. That's really good. I don't think Sophie Turner is a terrible Jean Grey, but No,
0: I I give her a lot of shit and I I know a lot of people gave her shit, but I think she's actually she looks the part for a young Jean Grey. She looks the part.
1: I so I just watched this episode literally like 30 40 minutes ago. I I'll do the recap, but I just it's a very incomplete recap. I'm just so excited. Basically, we kick off. Wanda has a quarantine-style staycation, sends the twins off with Agnes. Meanwhile, in IRL land, Monica goes through the barrier yet again, and we find out she's empowered, and she confronts Wanda and is actually able to hold her own against Wanda thanks to her photonrific powers, and she possibly reached Wanda on a spiritual level until Agnes came in, Took Wanda to her home, and after wandering around her house looking for her twins, she ventures down into Agatha's basement, where we discover it's actually a witch's lair. And Agnes reveals herself to be Agatha Harkness. And in a mid-credit scene, we see Monica entering the basement with Pietro stopping her. I think I got it right. That that that's the gist of the episode.
0: That's that's it. That's it. That's it. And I I love that because it's just bite-sized enough for us to really get into the meat of it.
1: I'm so, I I don't know where to begin. I think the obvious thing I'm going to say is I was kind of thrown off by the opening credits. I thought we were going to get a modern family style opening credits, but we actually got The Office.
0: (laughs) Do you like The Office?
1: I like The Office. You lived with me when we watched The Office, when we binged The Office.
0: I remember- I, did we binge it? I thought I binged it with Alan. I remember binging it and like, I loved it. I, by the way, like I didn't watch it when it was popular. I watched it like down the road and I was like, I missed a lot because this is amazing television right here. Like I cried at the end that it was a really great show. And I love that it, I, it was so funny. I almost forgot that that was like a sitcom that WandaVision could have taken as an inspiration. So it's, Really awesome. I love seeing the, I love seeing it just as like the opening. Like you didn't even need the way that it paced through and everything, like, you know what it's referencing. And then I love that vision comes in at the end. Like it was kind of, it's just very like cinematic and thematic and all of it's kind of um, the way it was edited and done.
1: Yeah. So I know it's just us tonight and it's really cozy, but I, I did, I was able to go through the episode really quickly and try to like pull as many Easter eggs and stuff as I could. The one thing from the opening that I caught, and I don't know if you caught anything else, but the license plate says one, two, two, eight, two, two. Do you know what that number means?
0: Um, No, I'm assuming it's something like issues or like a comic.
1: No, even better. It's Stanley's birthday. December 28th, 1922. Awesome. Yeah. 12, so 28, 22. Cool. Isn't that? I mean, again, it's just these little attention to details that WandaVision is doing. And I just, I literally like every frame is
0: just like full of Easter eggs and stuff. What I enjoy so much about this uh, episode specifically is how it blurred a lot of, the great sitcom moments that we've seen in the early 2000s i feel like this is like the end of the sitcom era like in terms of the sitcom style episodes i feel like it's slowly branching back to kind of like a mcu cinema experience um but i loved like we got the office modern family there was a lot of quirky moments in just the way it was done that felt very like contemporary 2010s even and like Towards the end, not to get ahead of ourselves, but towards the end, I got a lot of like A24 horror movie vibes from it. I just loved kind of how they've been blurring everything. And I I'm a huge fan of the close-up shot on someone's awkward face during a moment in Modern Family that like got literally became iconic. And I just love in the opening scene, just Billy's face. The entire Billy's actor is so good for the role because he is just like confused he's shocked he's he's scared but he's also just like what the fuck is going on (laughs) and i love that the twins have as each decade and everyone kind of in a way has evolved but like i feel like everyone almost kind of evolves their character along with the decades like what would be appropriate during that period uh that period piece and like this one it's like it's not so much a deviation of who they are it's just such a a great way of exploring them like wanda is like Wasn't there an episode of Modern Family where Claire was like, I'm not doing anything. And like, (laughs) I'm just going to be lazy and all that stuff. Like, I felt like I saw a lot of Claire in her. Oh, my God. She
1: was so, yeah. I mean, like with the ponytail and the workout gear, we have, we talked about this on air when we were living together, we casted ourselves as Modern Family. I was totally Claire because (laughs) because Jeff, my husband is such a phil. I'm Claire with the wine, and you were Cam, and Alan was Mitch. Yeah. Um, So I know I said it was going to be just us tonight, mm-hmm. but I do have a very special guest coming in to join us. I know you look a little confused, bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> are you? Hello. Look at oh my gorgeous.
1: Listeners, Demanda Martini just entered <laughs> our Zoom. Yes, full of branding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you Wanda. <laughs> Wait, is that boom boom hair? It is. It is it is boom
2: boom hair. It
1: is. It. <laughs> oh, I live. she's cute. I she's cute. I live.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, Hi. Little. Sorry. From- I'm yeah.
1: so sorry, Ryan. Nightfall. I told you it was just going to be us tonight. <laughs> but you have been talking to me about Demanda, and I wanted to surprise you. And I wanted Demanda here, too. Like. Hi. Hello.
2: Hi. <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. So I, I'm full, full, fully branded.
0: Oh my god, look yes. at that
2: skirt. She's wearing a Demanda look, Martini skirt. Yes. She's she 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 does nothing but brand. And so what oh what is god. this so what is this look? What are we officially calling this look? I mean, th- this is just for you. Like I literally <laughs> just got into drag for this. And and did and did I some TikToks it. because that's what we do now in 2021 is we do the TikTok. The t- the ticketer talk, whatever, you know, whatever the kids are doing these days.
1: I just I'm so happy we're and so Demanda, I talked to Nightfall probably like 17 hours a day. <laughs> That's and a lot. I have been like biting my tongue on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um So yeah, wait, wait, wait. Nightfall, this is Demanda. Demanda, uh, this is uh, Nightfall. Hi. Hi. Um Pleasure. so yeah,
2: like um, I'm gonna be doing uh um farpoint convention this weekend virtually so um i was already getting into drag and honestly what is it you know what's a convention if you're not getting into drag the night before just hang out with friends because that's what i do
1: you who are you gonna be so nightfall you 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 were a little we were all a little kind of crazy with our schedule i was gonna go out of town and that's why we were doing it friday night but um what was Demanda going to be for Saturday? So, if we so, so Saturday
2: away. at the convention, I'm going to be doing Stormer from the Misfits. Yes! Oh, you mean the Alabama. Shit Fits? Oh, you mean the Shit God. Fits? We are the Misfits, our songs are better. We are the Misfits, and we're going to get her. <laughs>
1: I used to yeah. think that she. they used to say, we are the Misfits, our <laughs> <sons> <laughs> are we are the Misfits, the Misfits, and we're going to kill her. That's how I remember the I song. I mean, <laughs>
2: Listen, the 80s were a crazy time. Maybe maybe that those were the original lyrics. I don't know.
1: Do you remember that one episode of Gem and the Holograms where the Misfits planted a bomb on the Starlight Cruise that was full of orphans?
2: Yes, of course, because they're <laughs> horrible people. However, Stormer was also the nice one, and she and Kimber mm-hmm. were always, like, best girlfriends. And then in
1: the new rebooted series, they're
2: lesbians! <laughs>
1: let I I never watched the movie. the The Misfits were in the post credit scenes yes, of the movie, right? With
2: Kesha as Pizzazz, which was actually the only really good thing about that movie.
1: I that movie was so bad. It was so bad. I loved Jem so I much.
2: About
1: that. Yeah, and then I loved the the parody jizz.
2: Well, of course. That jizz like rocked the gate. Ooh, Jizz.
1: Ooh, my jizz yes. is contagious. Ooh. Yes. Anyways. Um, and then when the movie's coming out, like <laughs> I was like, Yes, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna watch it. And I was like, eh, I'll wait for it to no, come out. It's That's it. so
2: I waited until it was on Netflix and I watched oh, it. Netflix? It was. I don't know if it still is. Like this this was <laughs> years ago. Um and um, yeah, it was not good. The the boy playing Rio was okay looking. So like for me, if you're gonna have a bad movie, the boy better be really cute.
1: Yes, like no, it was I agree.
2: it was not I mean he was okay, like he was he was fine, but like no no, I need like for me to be invested in a terrible movie, I need Kellen Lutz. Like, you know oh what my I mean? Oh
1: god, I know because like
2: I sat through like what like whatever that was it a Hercules movie? I don't even know what the plot was. Kellen Lutz was just like in a loincloth and, like, fighting shit. Like, I want, you know. I'm like, just take your shirt off, right? Like, anytime Kellen Letts is on screen, I'm like, why does the wardrobe department give you a shirt? We know we know what this is. We know what's gonna happen. You don't need one.
1: I feel like that was, like, Chris Evans at one point in his career, but then he wanted oh. to be an actor.
2: Uh-oh. Yes, agree. Well, because the thing is, like, eventually, like, as, as these guys, like, get older. Because, I mean, and by... Older, I mean, like, they are my age. Um, (laughs) Our age. You're you're, you're like, like, listen, yeah, I'll take my top off, but, like, do I really need to? But also Chris Evans was like, "Uh, can I be shirtless and bring down this helicopter? And they were like, no, it doesn't make any sense. And he's like doesn't
1: it <laughs> wait we're, did we're, he want to be shirtless in that yes.
2: well i mean I at know. least that's the story that he tells it could totally just be like a joke obviously. okay i got gotcha. you. i didn't but even know like, he like, even told like, the story but like that's a story that he tells me he's like i like i'm pulling down this helicopter like can't my shirt just like rip off and i'm just like because i mean he's still pulling a helicopter like that's him doing that stunt yeah. i so, like
1: I think that is such an iconic scene, by the way. And that was my main grievance with Wonder Woman 1984. I wanted Gal Gadot to have an iconic scene like that. Instead, they depowered her. That's because
2: they don't know how to make a Wonder Woman
1: movie about Wonder Woman. Yeah, I agree. Nightfall, have you seen Wonder Woman?
0: No, I have not, but I've heard raving, terrible reviews about it. So, okay,
1: it's
2: not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible.
0: Um, That's that's
2: fair there's a lot of problems um with with the the movie in general um but it's not like it's still not wonder woman like it's still not a wonder woman movie like i don't i yeah i said this before um to multiple people because obviously (laughs) i get asked to talk about so many different topics all the time um no um I, i i do a I do a weekly um show on tuesdays with my friend jay justice on twitch uh where we just like talk about nonsense and draw.
1: I is- gotta get on Twitch. I mean, I know, I just, like I let, learn, learn another
2: app. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we, a few weeks ago we did, we did a Wonder Woman episode where we talked about it. And like, for some reason, like they can't figure out how to just let Wonder Woman be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, can, 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 like she just needs to be Wonder Woman. It's like they, they need to make it about Chris Pine and listen, Chris Pine is fucking delicious. I sat through just my luck for Chris Pine. <laughs> With Lindsay Lohan. Yes, of course I did. I own it. It's upstairs. <laughs> like, it's terrible.
1: I sometimes, <laughs> Again, in if the middle you're gonna of be the terrible,
2: night. It's really terrible. Chris Pine taking his shirt off because now all of a sudden he's hot, even though he's supposed to be a nerd. Like,
1: yeah. I, like, oh, at four in the morning when I can't sleep, will Google paparazzi photos of Lindsay Lohan circa 2005. Oh, and when blast. she was dating Samantha Ronson, that was a glory yes. period for Hollywood and just my luck and yes, Herbie fully yeah. loaded. Um,
2: but, but also like, I don't need a sympathetic villain.
1: Yeah. And
2: for some reason they really wanted us to like Max Lord. And, and so like Cheetah, like that that felt a little more like a natural arc i mean they should have like built up like they're actually trying to be friends because really in the movie sorry spoilers i mean the movie is like three months old sorry (laughs) um but uh but like they they really kind of like rushed their friendship because really the only reason diana became friends with her was because she needed something from her which fucking sucks
1: diana Uh, was terrible in this movie yeah
2: she's not a good person and no supposed to be a good person um but so like that, that kind of like sympathetic villain where it's like, you know, she's like misunderstood and she just wants to like, you know, feel whatever. Like that was fine with me, but I did not need to like Max Lord. Max Lord is a terrible person. I don't know how closely you guys follow Wonder Woman comics or DC in general. That's but the, Max Lord is awful. He is a yeah. terrible awful person i don't need to feel sorry for him i don't need him to have some kid to make him like human no the movie should have ended with her snapping his neck on live television just like it happened in the comic books i That's agree what needed to happen i agree she I, was instead of he goes, oh my kid oh, well.
1: No, we got Wonder Woman lassoing him, ha- having him tell the truth, and the power of love saves the planet. Yeah, I'm like, no. a Sailor Moon, Stan. I love that. The power of love will conquer all. But I was like, Wonder Woman, go fucking punch him.
2: Yeah, like, that's like- it. Like what the the thing is, one uh, one of my favorite stories of Wonder Woman. It's also just one of my favorite comic books. Is Kingdom Come, where oh, like Batman Come. really kind of calls out Wonder Woman for being like, so you're you're supposed to be like this person for peace, and here you are dressed in full armor with a sword, ready to kill people, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> she's like yeah, yes. <laughs> she's like yeah. Anyway, so we're, we're not here to talk about Wonder Woman. Let me no off on this film. no
1: it's. Fine. We were just talking about WandaVision episode seven. I just did a quick like couple line recaps because I just saw it. Oh like, God. like what did you wait 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 wait? wait. Oh Demanda, before we begin, okay. I know the answer to this because listeners, Demanda has been on the show many times before. Twice. She was in our just Justice. Twice, well, technically three times. Well, well technically, technically three times, but but technically technically three episodes because your first appearance was a Epic two-parter where we did the WandaVision variety hour starring Demanda Martini. So I know how you feel about Wanda.
2: Uh-huh.
1: How do you feel about WandaVision in general?
2: I am fucking loving it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: it's so good. it's it's so good. Like the twit so like the, the fact that they fully brought it from like 1950s television to like television today with, like, the stupid, like, we're all on a reality show and, like, doing, like, the talking to the camera and stuff. Fucking brilliant. Like, whoever came up with that idea and how to frame the show oh, is is a genius. Like, that is is so amazing. Um I'm still waiting for, like, the reasoning that Wanda did that. Like, it would be nice, like, if, like, before, like, Pietro came back, if she would have talked about, like... With them growing up, that oh, you know, we watched a lot of American television growing up. Yeah, you know, in Sokovia or whatever. Like, I, I'm still waiting for like that to yeah, happen. Like but again,
1: from Young Justice, where she learned about you know the culture of Planet Earth through sitcoms.
2: Yes, yeah, Something like like, it, that. like like I, I I'm. I'm still kind of waiting for like the reason behind it, which I think we're getting because it was Agnes the whole time, it was Agatha. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. First of all, Catherine Hahn is a treat and a delight. I have loved her in almost everything that I've ever seen. I her.
1: loved her since How to Lose okay. a Guy in 10 Days. I'm sorry. So, how,
2: how to lose a guy in ten days and uh, win a date with Tad Hamilton?
1: Yes, you're right.
2: Fucking, I just fucking love her. I'm I'm still sad that we did not get the the American AB Fab with her and um, what's her name? Kristen Johnson?
1: Oh yes, so she she
2: was she was Eddie and Kristen Johnson. Is it Kirsten Johnson?
1: I'm trying. to remember. I don't. I always say Kristen Johnson. I thought I saw her at the airport a couple months ago. I mean, I saw her not once. Out the window. I saw her once in, in the city when she and she had lost like a ton of weight. I didn't even recognize her. And I was just like, I freaked out. And she just like kind of waved at me really quickly. <laughs> she was like, great. That's all I need. Another gay in like.
2: Going, <laughs> oh my God. You fell in out the window steps <laughs> Ryan, do
0: you
1: Although, know what I'm like, talking? That. Do you know what we're talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love that every also, time I come on the show, I make a Sex and the City reference. You've also told me all these stories I, of <laughs> everyone you ran into in New York. I just never realized it was Catherine Hahn because I, I never put the name like, yeah. No, not so Catherine
1: fun. Hahn, Kristen uh, or Kirsten Johnson.
0: Oh, I, sorry. From I the rock from the sun. There yeah. you go, sorry. Splat. I
1: She's like, Carrie Bradshaw, shut the fuck up. New York is over. I'm so bored I can die. Ah! Such. <laughs> And I love how SJP and her Mark Jacobs just turns around. And it's like, oh, I can't see this. Like, I love it. That's when I was like, Carrie, you're everything. Um. Okay, wait. So Catherine Hahn is amazing. Who yes. has been your favorite character on the show thus far?
2: So, so kind of like, so like my one like critique, I do like, for a show called WandaVision, we're still really, we don't really get a whole lot of Wanda. So, like, this is, like, one of the first episodes, like, we really, and, like, we're at episode seven.
1: Yeah. So like,
2: we're really actually, it's, like, everybody talking about Wanda. I don't know what it is about people not being able to just, like, have the lead female character, like, actually say and do things. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping that whatever this confrontation is that's about to happen in, in, um... basement—that we finally get, like, you know, character development for for Wanda. But no, uh, I—I'm like, who's been my favorite character? Like, I love Wanda. I mean, I—I love, I love Agatha, Agnes, Agatha. Which, by the way, it's like, why did you guys even bother with that? I
1: know, like, you
2: know. But but at the same time, like. When when Monica was in there, she was Geraldine or whatever. So I guess, you know, everybody gets
1: (laughs) everyone gets a new name. I just I'm so happy that they can take a character like Agatha Harkness who years ago would have been written off as like not cool Mm -hmm. or just like who cares you can't do anything with her and translated her so well it makes me so excited for characters like Destiny Mm -hmm. and how they can bring her to the screen with the X-Men because
2: I I want I want Destiny really bad to be because like she only got like a very small bit part in um, Evolution yeah. It's still not that great. Um, yeah, she just
1: screamed. Coming. She's like rogue like when she saw Rogue's powers manifest. Yeah.
2: Um so like I would I would love I would love Helen Mirren to play fucking Destiny. Like I I want I want an actual woman of a certain age. Like even though like Catherine Hahn, okay, like I love her and like she's great or whatever. It's still like this is, should be a role for like, you know, a 70-year-old woman. <laughs>
1: can you imagine betty white as agatha harkness oh my now oh
2: my god now it would be interesting if they do sort of like oh agatha is actually you know a billion years old but you know
1: yeah she just wants to look like katherine hahn who's Um, fabulous yeah i just so that ending scene obviously when she landed mary poppins style onto westview yeah we're we're gonna get a look revealed but I was screaming when she turned to the camera and like the song played Munster style. <laughs> you know, like I just loved oh,
2: it so much. Awesome. Yes. That, that, that whole little song and she's like, and I killed Sparky. I,
1: I, I just posted. So first of all, I tried to post the song on our Instagram and it was removed. <laughs> well, look at that. Disney's like on it. So I posted it. And well, no, edited. because
2: they have to make the official sound to like put on the ticker tock and all um, that stuff. Like, you know, so, they, they want to be the official one.
1: So I did an edit with her saying I killed Sparky and then the Kardashians being like, call the police. We <laughs> need to call the police because I
2: was dying when she said she's so evil. I love it. I love So, but also last week, I mean, I know, that we're, you know we're talking about this, but like last week with Billy and Tommy and they wore their suits. I, know. I was just like, oh, I love them. Mm. They're so cute. Billy of course is adorable. Like he's like, Billy. he's like Agatha or Agnes, you're quiet.
0: <laughs> and was like, the little game is coming out. He's like, I want the tea bitch. My mom yeah. has all the tea. Yes.
1: Tell me more. Yes, I love, I, I love that. So in piggybacking off of what you said, Demanda, about them being in their costumes last week, this week they're wearing their colors. Yes. Colors, which yeah. I love that small little nod. And so here, since we're talking about the twins, let me pose a question to both of you. At the end, the twins are missing. Do we think it's what happened in the comics, where if Wanda's not thinking of the twins, they're not there? Or do we think it's just a red herring that the twins are somewhere?
2: I mean, I was fully expecting them to be, like, hooked up to some, like, either, like, machine or, like, spell thing. Because, like, obviously the whole point that Agatha was doing was to get the kids, like have them be born. Because like, if you remember, she was very weird about touching them when they were first born and she had to be invited. And like, yes, you can. Or even today where she's like, oh, can you take the kids? And she's like, are you sure? (laughs) Kind of like the whole like vampire thing where it's like, you know, you have to invite them into your house. So um, I think, I think, I think they're still there. I don't think that it's a, they, they blipped because she's not thinking about them.
0: I think, for right now for such a like, you know, contemporary series and kind of like mainstream audience, I don't think they're gonna do something horrific like the kids are gone or, or whatever. I think I think this is actually what it's set up to be is that someone like Agnes is the overall arch, like the, the villain of the show mm-hmm. and she needed the kids. This is something I've been festering on. Everyone's been saying like, oh, it's Mephisto. Oh, it's Mephisto. I don't think Mephisto's in the picture or anyone's in the picture yet. I think Agnes is trying to get them in the picture. And to do so, she needs to take the kids. So I think it's going to be kind of like they catch, they get the kids at the last second so that they're not, they're not sacrificed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the kids are going to be fine. And maybe they'll be displaced after the Hex. Because they so still have think to grow they're... up to be the young Avengers.
1: So you think they're kind of like a vessel for Mephisto to to take you and, know and, form?
0: And,
2: and and I don't think it's Mephisto. Yes. I, I I think because we're heading into Doctor Strange, I think it's Dormammu. <gasps> that's, that's so the, that's. I we, would like that too. Yeah, we had
1: the ex-wife on last week, demand, and that's exactly what Justin said, and I I don't disagree at all. Nightmare, I say Dormammu. Um, you know, I'm sorry,
0: what? I say domojo Mojo.
1: <laughs> uh, Mojo. Uh, I, I also
0: Dormammu.
1: Don't Mama Ru? Not, Not Mama Ru. Not Mama Ru.
0: Mama Ru. <laughs>
1: okay, I. just Ru. I just Ru. You know what I'm loving that I saw in this episode more and more is that they're taking a lot from the Roy Thomas West Coast Avengers run, mm-hmm. and especially with the Nexus commercial.
2: Oh, I was about to say that Nexus mm-hmm. commercial. Like, uh, Be- um, Ben, my my roommate, when we were watching, I was like. <gasps> Like the whole time that the commercial was, I was like, What? 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 (laughs) It's the nexus of realities. It's the thing. They're actually saying that.
1: Yeah. And Wanda, we know from that West Coast Avengers, I believe it was number 61. I've been reading it recently. She's established as a nexus being like jean gray and havoc Dean berlin and yeah havoc <laughs> our favorite himbo havoc.
2: bless him for you know, <laughs> doing something
1: but i just i got so excited they're definitely doing the multiverse there and nightfall did you think there was anything in that commercial with victoria blade our favorite social media queen who a God. ignores me B, I have sent her DM after DM trying to get her on the show. Three, I just emailed her publicist this week asking for her to <laughs> guest star on this podcast. After she guest starred on another podcast, I got so angry, but then I found out it was her sister's podcast. Um, so Victoria Blade, I forgive you. She's like... But she's here like... who's like, this?
0: call the police. <laughs> Look, she's I, like, I officially have a stalker.
2: I've made it.
1: <laughs> she only has like 2,000 followers. <laughs> If Rob Liefeld can respond to my DMs, she can respond to them. She's not that busy.
2: Like, side note, super cute. So, like, this morning, um, it was a long day yesterday. I may or may oh. not have gotten blackout drunk by 9 p.m. Stop. Um, well,
1: because of the blizzard, right?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, and also, you know. Thursday. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so I woke up this morning. So, like, I literally, like, shot out of bed at 5 a.m., like, where am I? What's happening? What's going on? Because I had no recollection of, like, going upstairs. Um, so, you know, like, I signed on to, you know, to work because I, I was working. And, you know, checking my phone to be like, oh, please tell me it wasn't a hot mess. And, like, messaging random people or whatever. Yeah. And I had a lovely, lovely um, message. A, a young person, because, you know, I love the children. And a young person messaged me because my old For high the school children. Teacher, um, my old high school theater teacher is her like dance teacher now or something. And like, they were talking about like drag and whatever. And so my my old teacher was like, oh yeah, one of my former students is a drag queen now. You should message her and whatever. And she's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I was like, oh, thank you, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like, it's so cute. But yeah, listen, you. but the, here's the other thing. Is she somebody who, doesn't look at like the requests cuz you know Yeah, it, that's
1: it, it, that's, it, that's it, why I'm it, sure I've been ending up.
2: Yeah, like like sometimes if you're not following people like they get lost in the mix cuz like I know certain other, you know, drag queen friends of mine who have way bigger, you know, followings than I do. Like everything's on super lockdown. So unless it's like a friend or someone's publicist who's like sending her an email because she's not answering the DMs. Yeah. Um yeah, she it's full ignore. Like I
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm mean, look, I'm not trying to take it personal from Victoria Blade. I just I love her and I love this commercial so much. But Nightfall, what was your initial reaction to the commercial?
0: I literally had PTSD because as a kid of the 90s and early 2000s watching TV, like when we, when I had access to it, like we had to deal with commercials, it was always these style these like types of commercials. The worst ones were for like the actual like when you're like, if you are experiencing diarrhea, you should call your doctor because you're not living your best, like shit like that, like, I was like, oh my God, not this So pause,
2: we watch a lot of um, Buzzer because we're old ladies in this home, Um, and because it's like a game show network that plays the old game shows, it's all it's all medication how how you can do like a reverse mortgage on your home to pay for your funeral Yeah (laughs) So I mean I'm <laughs> so those those are the only commercials that like we even see anymore on Buzzer because yeah we we usually just like leave that on you know when we're like cooking dinner or whatever um, but no <laughs> and, and, like I, I love the fact that it's like and you could totally like kill everybody and you're just you, you know whatever but it's fine so you should take this medication. Oh, your
0: feelings. Oh, I was gonna say I like that it's like going towards kind of well I love I love the last commercial because it was so like um, jarring. Uh, what's it huh (laughs) jarring yes well i was gonna say it's like the um the animals yogurt one i forgot the name of it. the danimals danimals i was gonna say yeah the danimals like very style of that and then this one is just like perfect like what you would if you put on the tv at any point in the early 2000s and you watched a full show you ran into this commercial at least once in your life um, it's like her in the field, too. It's like that same... I'm sure they literally took the same backdrop, everything. They're like, where's this backdrop that the Alzheimer's lady walked through when she couldn't find her kids? Like, you know what I mean? It's like shit like that. Like, it's so good. I This show is so good about its references and what it plays off of and what it enhances. And I think this episode particularly showed that even more. Like, down to Wanda's just way that she reacted to stuff. It was just, this sells it so much. You said it best. It's like whoever said, let's do from the 1950s to the early 2000s style sitcoms should get like everything, like be promoted, get their own show, whatever.
2: And also with Monica seeing in a spectrum. I know. Like I was like, she's seeing in spectrums. (laughs) (laughs) Oh It was wonderful, I loved it.
1: Oh my god! I know. I I died when I saw Monica. Well, first of all, we kind of knew she was empowered when she came out, and then when she was going in, and then her eyes turned blue, and she was seen there, and then when she yes. confronted Wanda, I was I was so happy.
2: So so of, of course, like yes, I want Monica powered. Like yeah. she needs she needs to be a superhero. Obviously, I'm just confused as to so like is everyone in Westview now gonna get superpowers? Like I, is that
1: So, we thought last week, is this how the mutants are going to be born? You know, is that, are mutants going to come from New Jersey now? (laughs) I I don't know.
0: I Um, think it was, well, Darcy said it, that her cells were starting to change in the first and second times going through. So, I think everyone that's been in there isn't going to get affected because they've only been exposed once. And I'm sure, like, by the end of all this, it's either A, going to expand over the world or it's going to, like, not be an issue for the people in terms of like the people there aren't like, we're not going to get like, you know, these individuals being the superheroes in future movies.
2: Well, or e- even just like a, a friend of mine, um, was digging through like the scripts and stuff of like age of Ultron and all that stuff. And apparently, so in like the script, uh, and the comic book series, I guess like the prequel comic book series, which is officially Canon, mm-hmm. um, they talked about how the reason that Wanda and Pietro survived the experimentation with the Mind Stone is because yeah. they had genetic predisposed markers for, you know, whatever. That so made them like, get oh, okay. You. So so it's like, okay, well, does Monica, either one, have the same thing? Or has her long-term exposure to maybe Captain Marvel, who has also yeah. got, got her powers through an Infinity Stone? Like, yeah. is that kind of the reason that, you know, she's getting...
1: No, yeah, that's from the Wakanda files. I don't know if it's in the prequel as well, but it's definitely from the Wakanda files that Pietro and Wanda survived those experiments or they were successful because they had something in their genetics that made them gifted. The one thing I'm going to say that i'm team if you come out of the hex you're empowered Is because they made it a point to show us the missile coming out and it still had like wanda's magic wrapped around mm-hmm. it same with like the clothing and everything so i don't know i'm just so excited like it's just fun and nightfall you said this like it was it, like the the hex expanding. It's almost like it can engulf the earth. And maybe this could be like what leads to a house of M later down the road, or maybe it'll explode in a reverse, like no more Phoenix from AVX and just like hit people around the globe and they'll become empowered and gifted. I, I do think as Justin said last week, there is a difference between a mutant and a mutate. Mm-hmm. And right now it feels that Monica is more of a mutate as she was altered, not born with a certain genetic.
2: Yeah, like the the true definition of mutant is that they have the actual X gene. Yeah. Um, So even though like technically um, Lorna uh, in the comics is, was uh like she was a mutate for a while because they really didn't have that like the whole like scientific explanation because mm-hmm. she technically got her powers after being exposed to an external force but then when they came out with like the no you have to have the x gene that gets activated regardless of what it is and that's what makes you a mutant that's why she is technically is still a mutant even though Wanda did remove her powers, she yeah. got and she got them back through Apocalypse, Apocalypse, which again, no one's talking about, and it's a problem.
1: Um, Same with like, the, well, no, Xavier didn't. Xavier got it from the kron crystal back, but he's in a new body now, so I guess no one
2: uh, and that's And that's and that's the other thing, too. He always gets a new body. Uh, uh, yeah, all of his 8,000 clone bodies that he had way before Krakoa was, like, even a Fucking thing.
1: Well, and you but. know what the thing is, they couldn't find the X gene. They had no answer if it was erased from existence or it was suppressed. So I don't see leaving that conversation where it was at then. I don't see how now they can clone and the new clone body has the X gene in it. I don't understand that because that would have I don't know. You you would have thought that's how they would have me
2: and Ben always say when we're watching a show. Stop
1: it. Gonna... I know what this is.
2: Just drink for trying to make
1: sense. It's like Riverdale. We saw Riverdale. I was thinking of you. They did the five-year jump in Riverdale, and my husband and I are like, well, This doesn't make sense. I'm like, <laughs> let's just have some rose.
2: Like last the last season when they were like, Oh my gosh, you guys, the PSATs are happening. I'm like, you are attacked by a fucking bear after escaping prison. After like, are you really concerned about the PSATs? <laughs> like, no, you're not.
1: Like <laughs> not. <laughs> Like Cheryl Blossom, like relax. I don't yeah, really like watch Riverdale anymore, so I don't know the reference. But where did I left off with the the killer that was tied to Betty's brother, or something like
2: oh, that? Oh, uh, so it was her dad.
1: Oh uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, the cute guy who, who was Prue Halliwell's boyfriend on Charmed. Yeah, back in oh, season two. I
2: know. I love I love him. So he is also. Another thing that I remember him from, I'm trying to remember what his what the actor's name is, but I can't remember. It's, yeah, he, it's, it's, it's something he like- It was
1: a 90s hunk.
2: Yeah, it was something really dumb. But he was also <laughs> in um, Dirty Love, but Jenny McCarthy's movie. Oh, he
1: was? You're I
2: absolutely- Remember, funny. she like stops on the street. She's like, you, we're going <laughs> to have sex. <laughs> and she's like, take a cantaloupe, cut in half and practice.
1: He had like frosted tips and yeah, everything. Yeah. He, so... he just like drove
2: by on a motorcycle. Hold on, I have to look up his name. Lachlan Monroe is his name. What's his name? Lachlan Monroe. Oh my
1: god, that sounds like a porn star name.
2: I know, but he. I mean, he is dreamy. He is, he is. So, like, listen, the hot dads of Riverdale, though.
1: Like, oh, Luke Perry. <laughs> Luke Perry for me will Look, always. I mean, always I'm, be I'm, so. Happy. I'm
2: eternally saving myself for Luke Perry. <laughs>
1: Stop,
2: um, <Cher>. share. <laughs> um, I love clues. No, and like and like uh, Consuelos, Mark Consuelos.
1: Oh, I know. Like the wrestling
2: episode where they're like, "Oh, let's be wrestlers for this episode." I'm like, "Yes, we should all be wearing (laughs) singlets during this episode." He's so handsome. And Casey Cott, which, like, it's so funny that like Kevin's always wearing like a t shirt, and I'm like, "We know you're ripped too." Like, (laughs) we have eyes. We know that what's going on under there.
1: Speaking of rip, Paul Bettany. In this episode, and this entire series, I actually, I've never found Vision attractive until this episode.
2: (laughs) What's so funny, so other people have said this to me, right? Like, I would not consider Paul Bettany hot. Like, I think he's attractive. I've liked Paul Bettany since A Night's Tale. Oh, I I forgot
1: he was in A Night's Tale. Yeah, he was, he was the
2: speech guy, like, giving, like, all the speeches and the introductions. I wouldn't consider him hot, but people are like, oh my gosh, he's so hot in the show, and I'm like...
0: Where? like I think it's his eyes, like I know 70s this-
1: sweater. The sweater, sorry to cut you off, Nightfall.
0: No, I was gonna say it's his eyes because I've noticed that they that's been the big thing too is that like he has the blue eyes instead of his robotic eyes, so I, it's like more human, and also you're getting more screen time with him, so I guess everyone's just like really like. They're really into that dad sweater and that hair, apparently. As I mean as said by Day fine, Spring. But it's like, are y'all
2: that thirsty for some end yes. that like you've completely yes. forgotten about yes. like Chris Hemsworth and Chris yes. Evans and Chris
1: who? The Chrises are done.
0: Well the Chris's Chris are done. Oh Chris no. 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 Done. Chris Evans will forever be my Oh my god. Peter. Chris Evans posting today about his dog getting oh, hit. Oh I know blood. I saw it. I saw that. Like,
1: can he just be any? Any more adorable and how he any sewed more. and he was so happy about his hack job. I was like,
0: I yeah, love him so much.
2: much. He sewed so his dog's lovey. I know. Oh. So, you well, know, I'm like, I'm like six degrees removed from Chris Evans, and like I I mention this often, but a friend of mine from college days used to be Scott Evans' roommate.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, they lived together for a long time, and they like did all these like family events together. Um, and oh, I'm just like, I've like kind of like
0: touched him.
1: I feel like I've seen Scott Evans around when he used to live in New York. I saw Probably. him at House kitchen. every, every- <laughs> everyone in New
0: York. Yeah. We would be walking down the street and you're like, that's Jonathan Adler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I saw Jonathan Adler once and I love his furniture and literally just like did like a 180 and started following him. <laughs> they, to, um,
2: they, they all used to uh, play dodgeball together.
1: Oh yeah, dodgeball is the, so big. Wait, the, did he, do you have any do you have any fun stories about Chris Evans that you got eight people removed?
2: No, 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 no. The, like, it was like so, like my friend, uh, like he like wouldn't talk. Like he he wasn't like one of those people who was, like, oh, so I totally went to like the Evans house and blah blah blah. Like he wasn't one of those, oh. which was which is good, you know. That, okay. That's like you know a good a good that's friend. Um, but no, so we, we never got any, like, fun, juicy stories.
1: I miss. Oh, it's just been so tough, guys. This <laughs>
2: Listen, this, this pandemic.
1: This pandemic is, well, speaking of pandemic, Wanda made, like, a quarantine-style staycation reference, and I was kind yeah. of thrown by that.
0: She goes, she goes It'll te- that'll teach me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that, was the be- that was the best one. She's like,
2: that's a good punishment. That'll teach me. It's, it's Elizabeth
0: okay. Olsen is phenomenal. On par with Katherine Hahn, if I have to say. Yeah. Like, the way that they, they like, execute their roles. Katherine Hahn coming in and just, like, she's like, I would get up, but I don't want to. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just looking at the camera. My, my, other,
2: my other favorite is when, she, when she's talking to the kids. she's like, I know I'm, like, your mom. <laughs> but, and you want me to have, like, all the answers, but you know what? I don't.
0: I don't.
2: Billy's really, really just, like, yeah. And Billy's like, "This
0: is crazy." Just <laughs> I wanted, I wanted a confessional with the two of them. Honestly, that that was just one shy confessional of like the two of them just sitting there, be like, "We don't know what's going on." Like,
1: I loved when Catherine Hahn was like, "Ah, oh, come on, kids, I don't bite." And then it comes cuts to her, and she's here, like, "I bit a kid once."
2: <laughs> like, no, no, no. I, I actually bit a kid once. I I had to full like pause and reflect. I had to pause and like, there
0: was so many like just funny moments but like and i keep saying this i am so shocked at how funny wandavision is like it is really witty and it is so as it's getting more contemporary the jokes are a lot more like relatable Mm. too and i just it is so fucking funny just the way that like they have such a good rapport too like both now is like a villain but like and can we just can i just splurge and talk about how much i love the agnes song the agatha yes
1: i love it so i first
0: of all for it to be a monsters really i watched the monsters as a kid like always late night watched it with my dad on the couch like we watched every single i didn't know you did that really yeah i used to to watch it by
1: myself monster mondays on
0: nick at night you were i don't think you were at home you weren't living with us you were away already at that time um Mm. And I like my, uh, oh, my dad away, I, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Away, yeah. Was oh, I way. was in rehab. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, <off>. I
1: <laughs> dad can only have one gay in the house at a time. <laughs> no, I was in co- <laughs> No, Nightfall and I are a decade apart, so I was probably uh, yeah. at college. I know he looks older, so it's shocking. Yeah. But shocking. We're so yeah, you're a wee babe. <laughs> he, he's a baby Perfect. You're not that because I'm pretty old. You're not that much of a babe. No, no, no,
0: no, no. Well, you two look, and I've always said this. Paul's generation, Gen X, they've discovered the found of youth because at this point I'm technically I'm, I'm a millennial. <laughs> so, <laughs> t- t- I know. but so
2: like we're that weird. We're a yeah. millennial. So like, so like from eighty to like eighty five, like we're like the generation where it's like, even though yes, we like we dealt with all of the technology, like we still have some gen, some Gen X qualities as well. Like, like my like my two older brothers, and and that's your thing too. Is like I have. Older brothers who are definitely still Generation X. Um, yeah. Like, my oldest brother graduated high school in 1995 with, like, um, uh, oh, what their, their song was, um, oh, 10,000 Maniacs, These Are the Days. <laughs> like, like that, that, that movie with Winona Ryder and Ethan yeah. Hawk. Like,
1: Reality Bites.
2: Yes, Reality Bites. Oh, um, I know it. Also, <laughs> e- Ethan Hawk is about to be a villain in one of the new marvel projects i'm trying to remember is he
1: that. i didn't i didn't know he got cast in yeah he he it, hold up
2: hold please if only hold, there please. were advice <laughs> so look up any wait all- is
1: that dazzler on the yeah, so,
2: so th- this is um uh yes it's oh the- i didn't know he did Beauty that in the beast i love that whatever ethan hawk is supposedly going to be the villain in moon knight so
1: okay so what i love about the opening of this episode and demand i feel like you probably relate to it is wanda gets out of bed she pulls her uh bed sheets which have the hex on them did you guys notice that hex on them she pulls it out and she's still in her costume from the (laughs) night before
2: okay Totally relatable. A <laughs> uh, hundred years ago, uh, I went to mm-hmm. a Halloween party as Ursula. So this is the first time I ever did an Ursula look. And like, I did purple body paint, whole thing, I like made my costume. I looked rough, but you know, it was, it was 2000, what was that? Like 2007. Okay. Um, so again, I, so, the when, with, like going to parties with like, non-drag people like going out with non-drag people like they're ready and they're drinking and pre-gaming and you're like okay I am on my second layer of foundation like, (laughs) like it takes you know it takes a long time to get ready so like when I was finally done I like was like oh let me just take this bottle and drink the whole thing so I remember being at our friend's house and like pre-gaming And then all of a sudden I came to consciousness mid conversation with a stranger at a party. Like (laughs) no recollection of going to. Like we were in talking and she was just talking to me about stuff. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. I gotta go. Like (laughs) I I don't I don't know where I am. I don't know where my friends are. I don't know what's happening. Um so like I, you know, I came to and started drinking some more because She's a why, professional. Why
1: not? No, no. Um,
2: so I, <laughs> I then went home, and <laughs> in my drunken stupor, forgot that I was purple. <laughs> oh no! <I laughs> went straight to bed. Oh no! What color are your sheets? They were blue. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Needless to say, yeah, they just. Oh my. Crash. Like I I, I, I woke up the next morning. And I was and I was like. Because uh, 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 you know, you just always feel gross anyway. But, like, I looked around, I'm like, this is
1: a problem.
2: <laughs> this this is a problem,
1: which is what Wanda said this morning. Yeah, yeah. she totally woke up and she's like, Oh, this.
0: <laughs> oh, this. I, I remember uh, our last Halloween party we threw, which was intense. Um, I didn't do like full head to toe drag, but we did, my uh, my boyfriend and I did kind of like a stuffed bear mask, like, you know, kind of um, hillbilly-esque, like he was the hillbilly guy and I was like the dominatrix, kind of like Roger Rabbit meets Jessica <laughs> Rabbit. Um, I had like a stuffed bear with a, uh, a ponytail and everything. Um, Dayspring, you can edit in a photo of us if you want to in the video format. For the it was gonna cut
1: oh. the, 75% of this episode's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> <I> know, <really? laughs> it has it's nothing a, to do with WandaVision,
0: <laughs> it's gonna be 20 minutes. But so, I didn't do like heavy amounts of drag, but I had to um put like black makeup all over my like eyes so that mm-hmm. way, like the, the parts that came out were more sunken in. Yeah. I had lipstick on, I had a corset, I had all these things, and of course, like there's just like everything and anything could have like got all over the apartment. And I would, like, there's a photo of me where like right after I just had like, I took off everything and my face was just like, covered in red, like it was red. Because it had been touching the the fabric for so long, it irritated my skin and then any makeup that I was wiping off just made my whole face red. So it's like, I go to sleep, I wake up the next day and we go to get groceries and I look at myself and I was like, why don't I look like a, a corpse? Like my <laughs> eyes are all sunken in my face is just like disgusting. I was like, what happened to me? I was like, oh the makeup's still not fully off. Oh. So yeah, so I uh, I feel that like when Wanda woke up, I was like, I've been, like we've all been there at some point or another, we've all been in that situation. I mean, night, Day Spring, you've been in that situation every single day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I I've come into the room and wake you up. I and, you're know. Like, and you're like, mommy's resting her eye." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, I like that was me.
1: You, It's true. You were a little nightfall and you would try to wake me up and I'd be like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Let me fucking sleep. Like <laughs> I would never. Um, I loved it. And what I loved about it too was just that like Wanda has no control anymore. And I don't know if she yeah. gives a shit or not. Like the, the boys are going from GameCube to Uno's, like all the furniture and the stairs are changing back to what we've seen in so, other episodes.
2: I I I think what like with like the reveal of, of Agatha, I think we're gonna find out that Wanda was never in control.
1: Oh, you her. don't think like yeah. like okay.
2: I I I think she is obviously a pawn. They were like, we can use this woman's trauma. Great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to because she, <laughs> she has the powers to do it to get her to do what we need her to do in order for whatever grand magical scheme that they've got and that's also why i think it's dormammu because um he needs to be broken out of like that alternate universe that he's now trapped in a time loop in um, so you yeah.
1: think that's a larger narrative here
2: I, I, obviously i i think so we'll see whatever you know i um, think i think an
0: interesting or plot. the rabbit's
2: mephisto i don't know yeah <laughs>
0: The stork, it's been so this whole time. I think um, it's an interesting line that she mentioned because we we discussed this, I asked this in an earlier episode, but uh, Agatha says, um, you're not the only magical girl here or like the magic girl here. And that's like the first time that's kind of implied that Wanda's powers are no longer telekinetic or telepathy. It's more so magic. And I think in a way... That, like, what I was trying to, what I was trying to uh, kind of articulate was the fact that Wanda was exhibiting these magical properties, and Agatha saw the potential in her and was like, I can have her help me reawaken someone. Whoever that someone is, she needs to reawaken that individual. And mm-hmm. whether it's sacrificing a kid or doing something else, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, she's a witch. She sacrifices kids. And, and there was also... thing,
2: yeah, and the other thing is that, you know, she said, she, you're not the only one. And it could be that it's just Agnes, but I mean, I'm also still thinking, like, if we're talking, like, uh, from, you know, like, the, like the, the original Vision Scarlet Witch miniseries, like, one of the villains in, in those was the Salem Seven. Yep. So it could be all of those neighbors that, you know, we haven't seen um, lately. Although I think, I think this might, might have been Emma Caulfield's last episode, because yeah. she's only slated for three, and we've seen her now three times
1: yeah i never thinking about this from a business standpoint i never thought emma caulfield was gonna have a much larger role than what she had yeah just because it's it's you know you have katherine hahn you have elizabeth olsen you have you know actors and actresses with a certain you know level that they're booked for i just i i didn't see it there for i love emma caulfield i love anya so much yeah i I would have loved to have seen her as part of the salem seven yeah but and the
2: thing is we still might. I mean. Yeah. Have, what
0: know, about maybe? the What about that group in the the 60s episode? I think someone mentioned that 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 would have been the Salem Seven right there. Yeah,
2: but you, the the ladies group.
0: The ladies group, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm Dye. hope, I hope I hope so. Group. And by the way, I loved when they reveal it's Agatha all along and they go back to the magic show. If you pause it, like Emma Caulfield is right there, you know. I forgot who she told to shut up to. The character who she told, everyone's... They just got it so well. Everything is just so well done. And the bunny we know is called Mr. Scratch, which is Nicholas Scratch, which is her son in the comics. Mm -hmm. I'm just thrown off by the fact that Agatha is a villainess and not a mentor because Demanda, before you got on nightfall and I were talking, she was, you know, Franklin Richard's nanny. She was Wanda's mentor. Then she died and she came back as a ghost to haunt Wanda. And now she's at the strange Academy. I believe. I don't think she's ever been played as a straight up villain in the comics, at least to this degree.
2: No. And, 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 and that's why I don't necessarily think she's a villain I think, she, I mean, granted, she did kill the dog.
1: I mean, um, and I call, the too. call the police. Call the police. We need to call the police.
0: Um,
2: but I mean, you know, she she could just be, well, and, and the thing is, like, with last week's episode, when, like, you know, she's played into the, oh, my gosh, I also have trauma and blah, 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 blah Um I was like, oh, maybe she's not as deep into this, but. As we know now, she is.
1: Yeah, my my theory was that she was trying to protect the town, that she was always Agatha, that she was going to protect the town from Wanda, who was trying to take it over and you know, felt susceptible to her control. Obviously, it's the other way around now, mm-hmm. but I think it's been pretty obvious that they're both witches. She sensed that Wanda had magical abilities. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how this is gonna pan out, especially since Wanda's supposed to be in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. So let's see what's gonna happen there. Oh, oh, one thing I dying to talk about was when Monica was finally embracing her power, being empowered, you hear all the different voices in her head and you hear Brie Larson's voice yes. in Marvel, Carol Danvers again, and I love that. I'm just dying to see what happened with that relationship.
2: I mean, I, 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 I don't, cause like, I don't know what their plan is for Monica. Like, I don't know where she's gonna go from here. Like, is she gonna be like on the team with Doctor Strange? Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, it, uh, 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 or, I mean, it would be, it would be really great. If they kind of mixed, um, oh, what was the team that Monica was
1: on with Boom Boom? Oh, oh my God, Agents of Hate, next yeah. wave.
2: Yeah, it, 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 if, I if, love if, that. If they did that and like mix in with uh, Agents of Atlas. Oh yeah. To have like the Jimmy Woo, Darcy, Monica,
1: like. I would love that. Please go get a job at Marvel Studios right now. <laughs> I would absolutely love oh. that. So Monica is going to be in Captain Marvel two with the new Miss Marvel. Um, her and then Brie Larson. Okay. And so. I'm all for that lineup. I don't know to what degree she's going to be portrayed in there. Right. I also don't like that her mom died off screen. And we talked about this a couple of episodes ago. And I know like it's fine, but like I wish we would have seen some more of her mom. I wasn't ready to say goodbye to her character. Maybe she'll be like in Marvel too.
0: Yeah, in Captain Marvel too, because I feel what's really been great is how well they've kind of spaced out everything in WandaVision in terms of giving every kind of idea or storyline its proper time in the spotlight. Like who, who would have guessed that we would have gotten a Monica origin story from all of this at the end of the day? Like mm-hmm. how sudden that she would be already becoming super powered, you know? And I think, it's, I think it's just awesome. And I feel like at the end of all this, which I think it's implied at this point that it's gonna be a multiverse storyline now moving forward it's gonna to start to expedite kind of like what we are talking about. It's like, they're gonna pick and choose the team members that they want to have in this earth specifically so that like characters like Photon can have a certain team or a certain dynamic that they couldn't have with the current established staff. Uh, um, and
2: and, and I also feel like they're learning uh, like Marvel, like, do you know what? We could just do TV shows.
0: Yeah,
1: like we
2: we we can Please. Well,
1: so that's what I I think the think about it. Right after this, we're gonna get the making of Wandavision, and then right after that, we're getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So you know, Marvel, I can see Kevin Feige being like, "Well, we can dominate the box office once or twice a year, and then the rest yeah. of the year we I have mean, them would like so comic like books." Like them
2: to just dump Black Widow on us.
1: Like I them. wish they would just do that, right? But then on the other hand, I'm like. I think Black Widow will be genuinely a good movie that can bring in a billion dollars, and I want another female-led franchise to make a billion dollars. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that that's the... And, and, you know, Rob Liefeld was talking about this on his podcast today, and I, I thought it was such a great episode. If you guys haven't listened to it, he has a really good understanding of the comic book industry and what these movies and these streaming services are doing to comic books. But he was talking about, like disney warner brothers at they need those billion dollar movies to like feed everything and feed the intellectual properties and stuff well, like
2: that. well yeah i mean i mean just like you know i do community theater so yeah you have to do a christmas carol even though it's terrible <laughs> because yeah. that's what then gets us through like our our winter and spring like artsy plays that yeah. that we like to do because actors like to you know act and you know do all the stuff so it's like you have to do like the big nonsense in order for people to be able to do
1: like the little things that they yeah. want to do like i understand i mean he, that, that's-, that's exactly what he said that's exactly the analogy i'm sorry to cut you off it was okay. exactly that which was you know people who work on the actual comic books it's a passion you know, yeah. And what makes it valuable is the intellectual property that you can license out Batman to mm-hmm. like the Ninja Turtles, or you do this big blockbuster in a movie. The comic books themselves aren't that important because if you look at it from a business standpoint, you have intellectual properties that go back decades that can last you as a company for a long time. The comic books are just being produced as a passion mm-hmm. for it. And what Marvel has done so well is that they've tapped into like the tier two characters that make Comic book fans excited and they pass mm. on that excitement to other people. So, Vision Scarlet Witch, for example, are tier two characters historically. Now, everyone's talking about them. Yeah. And that's it's what's made so this, that's what's made WandaVision so radical. And even the show, and, and it's different, even the way we're talking about it, because before it was just, Batman, you need to have Batman, and he comes yeah. in, and Superman, and those are the mainstays, but the characters with that fans really bond with are the Wandas, are the the Visions, are the, you know... And that's why the DC
2: movies aren't doing well. Yeah, um, And Whereas the, they are really good at TV, they, they especially animated. Like, their animated shows, I... Yeah. Like, oh I'm, yeah. I'm so mad at them because they still have not released on HBO Max... Um, the Legion of Superheroes cartoon. Oh, it was, was so good. Oh, good, so good. So yes. good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 absolutely. Like, it, and I mean, DC, the DC movies, and I've, again, I've said this on multiple other things. DC movies have failed because they wanted to jump right into having mm-hmm. their first Avengers movie. Yep. Like, yeah, no, you have to have. Iron Man and Hulk and Captain America, you have to have these things because that way you can cut down on the character development that yeah. You, yeah. you know that, that's needed in a movie to make it successful because you 've already developed the characters previously like you can't just jump right in to you know to, to this movie it's why I think the first suicide squad movie didn't work because what they should have done is had these villains as villains in solo movies to and, then uh, we know who they are. We, want, we care about them. We want them back to then be in the Suicide Squad. Like yeah. that's, and, and, that, and that to me is what made Suicide Squad a good book. Is because you already knew who all these characters were. You already, and then it's like,
1: oh, and we all might die? Ooh, excite. Fun. That's a thing that I've never understood from DC. Marvel created the formula for them. They just yeah. had to copy it. They just rushed into it and w- have been stupid about it the whole time. Uh, these
2: bangs are really, um, really on my nerves, by the way. <laughs>
0: Fabulous. Yes, stunning. I I think with you know I remember when I went and watched Endgame with my friends and like when we finished, we all kind of had, like it was an amazing movie and we had such an amazing experience to watch it live. But we all kind of had the same collective thought: we we're like. I have immense fatigue from the Marvel movies and I need a break from this. And I think what this has really done, like having WandaVision, having you know um, The Winter Soldier and Falcon, what this is doing is let's have the movies like you would have a standalone movie about someone or you know one thing or another. Instead of it being a movie, you make it a show. It's easier to digest. You have a longer period so you have less gap in between a movie release and a TV show and then put out the movies that you know are the big blockbuster hits with all the setup already done in a show. People are going to watch the show. At this point, you know, going into the Marvel universe, you know, I have to watch the prior movies or a prior installment to understand what's going on. Like, especially now, like you can't go in and be like, I've never seen Endgame or Infinity War. Like you have to know what happens. So the idea of creating shows as kind of like not the filler, but instead of like putting all the budget into making a movie that takes a long time, do the show, do the uh, the, uh, the show that will kind of take up a large chunk of time. And then you can jump straight into doing an Avengers an Infinity War, you know, all these like big blockbuster crossover movies. That way, you know, the setup's all there and you space yourself out a lot more. And it's also easier for the audience so that they're not just this fatigue of another movie, another movie. It's like, you get a show, a movie, it's different formats, different formulas, and it feels really right.
1: Well, it's redoing storytelling. Like, that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to be integrating the Disney Plus series into the movies. I mean, that's unheard of. And I'm curious what, with the pandemic, what that says about movie theaters. I love movie going. I love the movie right. going experience. We, I, we- I would, if, if Black Widow came out, Like if assuming everything was safe, it came out on Disney plus and the movie theater. I would go to the movie theater before I would watch it at home on Disney plus it'd have to be like a pandemic or bitter cold outside where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch it on Disney plus.
2: I mean, I, I love the movie theater. I love, I love the whole experience, but also remember we're at a certain age where we, where we've grown up with that. Like there are literal children that I have not met before because they were born in a pandemic. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm a huge baby person. I love babies. I, you know, there are are friends of mine who have had kids that
1: I still have not met. But yeah, so I mean, like, there's yeah. my you know, best friend had a baby and I haven't met the baby. Yeah, and like the baby's like walking now. <laughs>
2: so like, I I did I did um uh, an in person show uh, a few months. It was like October ish, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, there was, there was a, a lady holding a baby, and I was like, Oh, baby. I'm like, I want to squish because I love babies. And like, the baby was giving me like this crazy look. And I'm like, Yeah, I get it. I'm a drag queen. Like, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Salty and, she was, baby. Like, and she was like, No, she's like, Maybe. But she's like, But also, he's literally not seen people.
1: Wow. Yet. I now. didn't even think
2: about that. In, in the house with me and my husband, like, this is the first time like we've like walked outside. And like, wow. you know,
1: that's right. Wow. These coronials that are sliding out into the world. Yeah. They have no idea how they're, 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 that's how you start learning how to interact by a I baby. Mean, a, 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 fr- a friend baby. of mine's
2: kid started kindergarten this year virtually. Yeah. So yeah. it's like really hard on those teachers because, you know, kindergarten is still like a lot of play, a lot of like moving around it's and stuff. Art. Like, that's it's where you too. learn how to sit for a class where you learn to raise your hand for the teacher. And like, they're not getting any of that because they're all here on Zoom
1: doing this. Oh my God, what about Wanda's twins?
0: I was (laughs) really gonna say that. I was like, these kids, that's why they don't have any freaking like discipline whatsoever. Wanda, first of all, is already trying to be the cool mom. And now they're like, we just hang out with imaginary people that aren't even themselves. Like, what do you think?
1: Like, how do they gain their knowledge? I guess she just imbues them. Something is imbuing them with, like...
0: I think they have a, like... Well... <laughs> yeah, just,
1: drink. just drink. Is just that drink. a metal straw?
0: Makes sense. Yeah,
1: God, I love how eco-friendly you are.
0: Yeah. Do you think... Do you think um, that at the end of this, they're either, A, going to grow up a little bit more so that they're age-appropriate for the Avengers, or... They're gonna be the same age, but kind of outside of the bubble, somewhere else, displaced as like kids. I think they're gonna be displaced. Like I think Wanda's not gonna have them and she's not gonna know where they go because of what Agatha is gonna do. I think that's what's gonna happen. I, mean,
2: I, I I think they're gonna become Billy Kaplan and Tommy yeah. Shepard. And yeah. I and I think I they're going and I think they're going to become teenagers. And it would be really amazing if they showed up in Spider Man
0: three. Oh, I would like, love as like that. high school oh. students. You know what I just thought of? Hmm. So they still have, if they still have control, they can still age themselves. I yeah. bet you anything, I bet you anything, they're going to age themselves up to save Wanda. Yeah, from to Africa. do
2: whatever final battle that they in, need. In the
0: next, I think in the next episode or in the final episode, they're going to age themselves up, not as much to like their teenager self, but I think they're going to age themselves to be able to like combat and ha- now that they have their powers, I think that I would know. be... Yeah. That would yeah. be amazing.
2: Because Wait. also there's um uh you know, there's a, a, a woman cast as the next villain for the Captain Marvel movie as well. Um and I think, like a lot of people obviously think, that she's gonna be Varonki, the scroll queen. Oh so, because you know, Secret Invasion is is coming. Yeah. Um and obviously I think that in part of like the whole like scroll cree thing okay. that we that we've got going on with Captain Marvel.
1: Teddy needs to happen. Teddy
0: is happening.
1: Teddy, well, they've given him such clout in the comics recently. king of space. Yeah, he's coming.
0: Power couple. There's the
1: most
0: powerful individuals. There's
1: (laughs) no doubt that Teddy is coming. They're not going to do Young Avengers without Teddy and the Billy romance. Like That would be sacrilege. Marvel might as well just cancel it if they don't do that.
0: And honestly, at this point, they're so smart for what they're doing with Young Avengers and with all these other IPs putting out already like, there's not enough queer identifying characters already established in the cinematic universe that already having these characters grow up or having these characters being introduced earlier. It's, they're already setting themselves up for that. And I think they're smart to start doing that. I mean,
2: especially, uh, you know, Teddy and Billy have just joined um, the Guardians of the Galaxy and the comic books, which when I saw like that, like photo reveal of like the cast, I was like, there are 21 characters yeah. And seven of them, which means a third are queer. Like, yeah. like not not like queer-coded, but like fucking queer. Like these characters are fucking. Like yeah. we know, like we know that they're that they're super gay. And that just makes me excited. I'm like, gays in space! I want to read about well, gays
1: in space. I love gays in space. I just love if you would have asked me like last year, I would have been like Marvel is significantly lacking on the diversity front but they have really come oh, out yeah. and especially the X office with Leah Williams, Tini Howard, Vida Aiella. Like I'm just so proud of like the writers they're hiring and the stories they're putting out there. I think it's really, they've come, they're really going out of their way to make sure representation happens. And I've just, I've been enjoying it very much. Um, wait, one final question about the twins. Obviously when Wanda was in the milk carton there was a missing on I it. saw that Who's, this kid is I don't missing. know I, I don't know because I didn't think that I, up to now I haven't thought that the twins have been abducted or anything I, I feel like they are Wanda's children as much as they can be in this virtual reality yeah. so I was going to pose a question to you I literally just watched the episode 30 minutes ago so i or well no we've been on for like about now, two, now two, <laughs> two hours ago so i don't know i didn't really get a chance to like really pause it but i i don't know do we think that's I, something that's going to come to play later on
0: i think i think it's agatha stealing hits oh i think it's oh, agatha stealing hits yeah well Literally, because it's a witch thing to do, and it's also it goes back to what she. There was also the book on the. I forgot. I don't know what significance that has, but there was that book on that table. Now mm-hmm. all the magic and everything. First of all, the basement read like exactly what you imagine. Witch cult, kind of satanic yeah, yeah. circle. A
1: little it was on the face. nose there, Agatha.
0: Yeah, literally. um I think cliche see, like a devil's face on like one of the pillars but I think she's stealing the kids. I feel like there's been a lot of stuff where it's like she's been taking kids, especially even in this episode, you don't see that many kids. Well, there
2: there were zero kids until Halloween, and then all of a sudden there were kids everywhere.
0: Yeah. Wanda was like, I'll show you. I'll show
2: you. But you noticed, like you really didn't see like a lot of kids' faces. Yeah. Yeah. So were they actual children, or were they just like made up for this Halloween episode? Also, we haven't even talked about like, Pietro just showing up. Yeah. You no, know, you know, he's like a fucking pawn of Agatha. And and so now I'm like,
0: is is he is he actually an alternate Pietro? I, I think it is. Or... I, I think what it is, she played the role in pulling him. She mm-hmm. was the one that did it. She pulled him. It, like she has the ability to cross the multiverse. And Wanda's gonna learn to do that through her.
2: But yeah, when, when she was like, he's not your uncle, and they're like, well, who is he? And she's like, I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm glad that Wanda acknowledges that that's not her brother. I'm still not sold. It's not Peter Maximoff from Days of Future Past. I do think it is. It would be the biggest waste of an opportunity if it's not him and he doesn't have an X gene. But again, that being said, though, you know, we see him in the last episode. His powers aren't Days of Future Past. Powers, their MCU Quicksilver powers, you know, with the motion and the and the graphics associated with it. So I'm look. I have an open heart. I trust Kevin Feige. I just think if we are getting that multiverse story in Spider Man and Doctor Strange, he needs to be Peter Maximoff. I
0: feel I feel like at the end of all this, we're all gonna look back at all the episodes and be like, oh, that makes all the more sense now. Yeah, I feel like we're just so paranoid. We're like, it has to be Uh, Peter. uh, Okay, Peter
2: like crazy fan theory so a friend of mine watched the episode this morning and like he goes into like depths with like his like super analysis of comics and stuff his name's uh geeky jp i don't know if either of you follow him yeah yeah he's gonna be on the podcast next week oh yay he's 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 a delight love him um he like in his story today he was like that TV show that the kids are watching, is it the six-handed demon from... It's oh like, God. girl, it's just Yo Gabba Gabba. Like, it's Yo
1: Gabba Gabba. <laughs> like,
2: and and, and so, so, so when he finally posted, like he's like, or it's just a TV show that I didn't know about. And I was like, I was going to message you and say that it's Yo Gabba Gabba, but I just love the fact that you went into this full <laughs> descent of, like, fan theory, like, whirlpool of nonsense.
1: <laughs> no, I love it. And he's... I told him, I was like, man, your cuts are deep, and he's like thank you question mark I'm like no I'm being thousand percent serious here it's incredible um yeah I I think it's just a whole game of let's see how everything unfolds at this point I mean and we
0: will have two left
1: well so I, the rumor is we may have a third we may have a third
0: a third baby
1: oh I'm sorry a third a tenth episode like we a we episode. a tenth episode but wait can we talk about the astrophysicist like
0: astrophysicist.
1: Sorry, I had to. No, no, no.
2: Have you seen Girls Will Be Girls? No,
1: I haven't. (laughs) Oh my God. Listeners demanded just... Okay,
2: so Girls Will Be Girls is an amazing drag film starring... um, Oh, fuck, now I can't remember his name. Uh, Jack Plotnick, written by Jack Plotnick, Coco Peru, and uh, Varla Merman. Varla Jean Merman. And it is this weird camp... 60s, 90s vibe. But in the movie, there's this whole thing. So, like, Jack Plotnick's character is, like, uh, an, a, a, um, a washed-up actress. And one of the movies that she was in, it was called Asteroid. And she plays an astrophysicist. But oh she God. can't say the word astrophysicist. There's a whole montage of her going, astro fizz. <laughs> and so and so like she can't say it and it's so funny and and so then when when you, you see the scene from the movie it's like her talking and then the cut scene is astrophysicist and then it like goes back to the scene because they finally got her to say it properly oh my so god any, so like literally in that episode when she talks about oh i know an astrophysicist that could do it ben and i looked at each other and we were like astrophysicist <laughs> i really recommend i think you should Find I'm it. I, I'm I, looking I at it not right not now
1: on any streaming but um really hang on I'm googling that right now. But yeah, so was that someone I didn't acknowledge that? I mean, a lot of I people are I, saying it's Reed Richards. It's what? A lot of people are saying that it's Reed Richards. But no, I thought that was I thought when she met up with the, with the team today, that was, the, was their that their contact.
2: Was, was that the astrophysicist? I That's what I assumed.
1: I that's what I assumed. I don't know. I hope it's Reed Richards. I hope it's Hank McCoy, Reed Richards or whoever. Hank McCoy. He can eat it. Well, look, I fucking hate these. but like, you know, it's one of the theories out there. It's what the, the 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 four are Agent Brand, Dr. Doom, Reed Richards or uh Hank McCoy. So wait, w- so that wasn't her contact. I took that as her know. contact. It, it
2: could it could have
1: been. No. 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 It's not her contact? I don't Mike think Funk? I No. Because that would have been a waste of building that up. Because she she was here, like I texted them. We're going to go meet them in an hour. I don't
2: know. And she she was also like, I'm going to text my guy.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. Guys, thank you so much. These were supposed to be mini episodes and like literally this is already an hour and a half.
2: (laughs) Well, you're probably gonna be cutting about
0: 45 minutes.
1: You're right. Oh my God.
0: Literally like 90% of this is gonna be like botched (laughs) editing to like match the same (laughs) thing. (laughs)
1: Astrophysicist. Nightfall, where can the people at home find you?
0: I just had a little bit of a rebranding. So now you can find me at Cosmos. That's RyRyCosmos.com. (laughs) <laughs>
1: um, and Demanda. as always
0: I'm fierce and fabulous Nightfall
1: Demanda I feel like everyone who follows me Follows you but you, sure Tell tell everyone where they can find you so
2: You can find me on Instagram Twitter, Facebook TikTok, Twitch I, I, I might be starting a YouTube I don't know I don't, <gasps> I don't know But like most of my videos are already Like on Instagram and Facebook and stuff Anyway um, but anyway, Demanda Martini, D M
1: A N D A M A R T I N yes. I. Guys, as always, I am the uncanny Day Spring, and we'll see you next week.